From Transport Topics in Washington, D.C., this is Road Signs. Here is your host, Seth Clevenger. Thank you for listening to Road Signs, the podcast series from Transport Topics that explores the trends and technologies that are shaping the future of trucking. In this episode, we're going to bring you a unique perspective on the emergence of truck platooning. You're going to hear from a pair of professional drivers who have spent many months testing this technology on closed tracks and on highways across the country. In case you're unfamiliar with the concept, truck platooning uses vehicle-to-vehicle communications to synchronize the throttle and braking systems of two trucks so they can travel together on the highway in a tight formation. This improves aerodynamics and can generate significant fuel savings. But how is this technology performing in real-world conditions? And what are test drivers seeing out on the road as they travel in truck platoons to pave the way for a commercial rollout? To help answer those questions, I'm excited to bring in Mike Perkins and Derek Liu. They're both test drivers who have been operating the Platoon Pro system developed by Peloton Technology. Welcome to the program, gentlemen. Hi, thanks for having us, Seth. Yeah, thank you, Seth. Uh, Mike, I'll start with you. Uh, I think a lot of people in our industry by now are familiar with the concept of truck platooning. But for those who aren't, could you just briefly explain how the system works? Yeah, sure. Uh, Peloton's uh, Platoon Pro system is a driver-assistive platooning system. Uh, And from a driver's perspective, it feels a lot like uh, what we would consider a super adaptive cruise control. Um, The the system electronically links the collision avoidance systems of a pair of heavy trucks uh, so that they can draft safely uh, to save fuel. And and I'm I'm talking drafting uh, just like uh, uh, NASCAR. It's aerodynamic and it's uh, shorter following distances and you get the fuel savings uh, that way. So, Mike, just tell us about your experience behind the wheel testing this system. You know, how long have you been testing the Peloton platooning system and, you know, where have you been testing it? What parts of the country? Oh, yeah. Um, I I joined Peloton in 2017 uh, and and we were at that time getting right into uh, the major testing uh, that took place uh, over the last couple of years. Um, And there's 32 states uh, that were uh, allowed to test in, and 27 of those states were allowed to go full production. Um, We've done a lot of customer pilots uh, in about 12 of those states, uh, and uh, that started in about 2018, 2017, 2018, around then. Um, And those states are including Alabama, Florida, Louisiana, uh, Nevada, Tennessee, Texas, uh, we, we've been out there for a while. So you've really been going all over the country and you know, a lot, you know, lots of different regions of the country to, and various states to, to test this out on highways. Right. And, and not only uh, testing, but before the testing, uh, we had a team of, of uh, people going out and, and actually getting with the Department of Transportation to help try to change some of these laws so that we could do testing and, and so that we could show uh, the, the safety of the system on the open public roads. Uh, as well as uh, after taking it off the track. Sure. And uh, what about you, Derek? You know, how long have you been uh, testing this system? Uh, and talk about your experience in in these platoon tests. Yeah. So uh, I've been testing our platooning system and running freight as part of uh, Peloton's pilot program for over two years. Uh, I really enjoy it. Um, it's like team driving, but uh, I have the privacy of my own cab. So yeah, like Mike says. Uh, Primarily, our system testing is focused in, you know, California and Texas, and uh, it includes both highway and track testing. And uh, you have you guys uh, worked together much? I know you're, you know, probably have multiple, uh, you know, a number of test drivers, but uh, have you guys worked a lot uh, together over the years? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, we've um, and we've got a a, a tight little small knit group of uh, test drivers. Um, you know, we've done a lot of of helping other uh, fleets. 
showing off the system to them and, and teaching them how it works. Uh, but as far as our testing group, it's a it's a small group, so we we work with each other on a daily basis. Sure, and you know, in practice, you know, when you're out there testing the system in, in real world uh, driving environment or real world operations, you know, what is a typical following distance for the rear truck while the platoon is active? You know, how much closer can you get than you would be, you know, normally without the benefit of the platooning system? Okay, so uh, we've tested uh, various following distances, but the average following distance for the Peloton Platoon Pro system is between forty and sixty feet. Um, of late, we've been running freight at about 55 feet. So that's, uh, it's about what, 17 meters. Um, and for, uh, for most people out there that, that can't really imagine that, uh, 55 feet is about the, the, the length of a, a, tra- a trailer. So that's pretty, that's pretty close. You know, it's definitely uh, closer than you'd be able to, to do safely, uh, without the technology that synchronizes the braking. Exactly. Exactly. And, and the reason why we're able to do that is exactly what you said. The, the braking is, is connected. So as soon as that front truck feels the need that to slow down, the back truck is already reacting. You know, when, when we discuss truck platooning, you know, one of the concerns that tends to come up is the potential for cut-ins by passenger cars. So I'm just wondering, you, you, you have, uh, you know, more experience with this technology than, than anyone really. You know, how often do you actually see that happening out on the road uh, when you're testing the platooning system? And uh, when a cut-in does occur, you know, what do you do when it happens? Uh, well, actually, out on the road, uh, we've seen a very low rate of uh, cut-ins. And um, as a professional driver with years of experience, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm trained to detect a cut-in from a mile away. So, however, but, you know, if a platooning driver doesn't detect a cut-in before it happens. The Peloton Platoon Pro system is designed to, you know, handle those cut-ins. So a vehicle happens to cut in between the trucks, the system will automatically dissolve, you know, our platoon and proactively grow the gap between the trucks. And a little fact, the data from our customer trials has shown that we approximately see one cut-in once, you know, every 620 miles. So it's not constantly happening. It's a pretty rare occurrence. Yeah, it's pretty rare. Um, you know, especially when you get that close of a, a gap, um, people tend to try to stay away from big trucks. Yeah, at least they should if they're safe drivers. You know, I guess you'll encounter the daredevils, yeah. uh, unfortunately, uh, once in a while. But, uh, Mike, that sounds uh, you know, similar to, to what you've seen as well. Uh, pretty rare to, to see a cut in. Yeah, it's pretty rare. Um, you know, there, there, are, <laughs> there are those daredevils that try it, right? Um, but when, when the trucks are that close together, um, you know, you pretty much got to be evil Knievel to want to <laughs> go in between those yeah. two big vehicles like that. And, you know, the main benefit of, a, you know, a, I guess what we'll call it a level one automated platooning system. This is a driver assist technology. You know, what we're discussing here, uh, the main benefit is fuel economy. Uh, and what kind of fuel savings are you actually seeing in your testing? I know there's so many, you know, variables with, with fuel economy. It depends on weather conditions, traffic conditions. Uh, you know, the, just what part of the, the country you're in, but, uh, what is a pretty typical type of uh, fuel savings you, you actually see out there? Right. So, um, uh, with the, with the testing that we've been doing with the platoon pro system, uh, we found an average fuel savings of about 7% across a pair of trucks. Um, and that translates, uh, roughly into about 4.5% for the front truck and 10% for the follow truck. Um, and hopefully, um, the Platoon Pro and its fuel savings can help incentivize fleets to uh, uh, 
uh, adopt these active uh, safety systems. And, and then, uh, of course, that would be the first step to uh, being able to use a system like ours. In times like these, it's crucial to stay informed. Transport Topics is offering all the information you need to make business decisions in these unprecedented times. And in the wake of the many event cancellations and group gatherings, TT ensures a virtual way to consume business content and conversation. To join the conversation and stay ahead of the news, follow Transport Topics on all social outlets or by visiting ttn.ws forward slash stay informed. And, you know, I just, I'm curious from your perspective as uh, uh, test drivers, what's this experience like? You know, especially you think about the lead truck. I mean, this is going to be a pretty typical experience, but, you know, the follower truck, you're, um, you know, you're, you're following at a, you know, a close following distance. You're, you're still steering the, the vehicle. Uh, just, just explain the difference between those two roles. I'd like to ask you uh, each about how those two compare. Uh, sure. Yeah. So the lead truck driver controls the speed of the platoon and uh, is actively, you know, still steering and monitoring the road ahead. Uh, the follow driver has an experience um, similar to using the objective cruise control. Um, so they are also, you know, just steering and controlling the truck, but has their, you know, the feet off the pedals. The system itself safely controls the gap. And uh, I mean, for example, you know, if Mike is a lead driver and I'm the follow driver, we're also able to directly communicate about you know lane changes and the uh, changing road conditions uh, with a dedicated push to talk pedal. And uh, as a rear driver, this uh, communication link also allows me to help Mike with scanning the road ahead and uh, possibly you know anticipating a cut in or other vehicles you know what they might do and sharing if I see a like a hazard on the shoulder or not so I can let them know ahead of time. So you guys really are driving as a team. You guys are, you know, sharing tips, you know, what you're seeing, what's out there, uh, beyond just the the the, the drafting, it's it's also sharing communications uh, person to person. Exactly. Um and, and that's a uh, another benefit uh not just the the safety with the connected braking and not just the fuel savings uh, with the drafting. Also, you're able to communicate with that front uh, vehicle if you're in the back or, or the front, you know, can communicate with the back. Um, can the, the two of you are, uh, it forms a, a deeper commitment to, to teamwork um, and the drivers pretty much help each other uh, get down the road. Um, that, that push to talk pedal, as we call it, um, can communicate between the two trucks. That way you don't have to, don't have to take your hands off the wheel. Um, you don't have to pick up the microphone for the the uh, radio. Uh, you can just simply use your foot and continue to control the truck as you move down the road together. And a follow up question I had for you guys: you know, just how long did it take to get comfortable behind the wheel in the follower truck? You know, you are following at a significantly shorter uh, shorter following distance than what's normal. Uh, so, I mean, naturally you may kind of feel like you're following a little too close at first. So how do you acc acclimate yourself to that and, and trust the technology and, and get comfortable with that, that role and, and how to use it? Yeah. Yeah. That was, <laughs> uh, the first time that I rode in, uh, the follow truck while platooning, uh, it was on a track and I was sitting in the passenger seat. Um, and initially the gap felt pretty close, uh, but the second that the lead driver hit the brakes, um, while we were 
going at a uh, about a six G stop. Uh, felt like my my uh, truck uh, instantaneously started hitting the brakes as soon as I saw the 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 brake lights for the front truck come on. So the gap didn't change um, the entire time that we were coming to a, a, a stop. Uh, the gap stayed the same. So we were still uh, at that time. Uh, we were back a little bit further, but um, the gap at that time still uh, it, it stayed the same. And each time since then, uh, as we brought that gap in from, uh, and we started out at about, ooh, I don't know, about uh, 98 feet. And it, it's come in now to 55. Uh, the gap is always maintained. So um, the, the system is pretty robust and safe as far as I'm concerned. And Derek, uh, your thoughts, you know, you know, maybe like the, just how much time did it take you to get used to the shorter following distance when you, you know, first started doing this? Yeah, first, uh, it was pretty, uh, scary, but, uh, I've had a similar experience to Mike and, uh, I'll add that what makes this thing possible is that the collision avoidance system of these trucks are, you know, wirelessly connected using vehicle to vehicle communications. So like, for example, if someone cuts off the lead truck, that lead driver steps on the brakes, um, that follow truck will actually immediately start to brake. And it's all due to the algorithms built into our Peloton system that the follow truck can actually brake harder than the lead truck, helping to ensure, you know, that a uh, possible collision is avoided. Yeah, that's that's one piece of the the driving task that software can do faster than, than a human re- uh, reacting to, to what you see. Um, so it's using both... Uh, you know, the, the skills of a, of a highly trained driver with technology to help assist the driver. Uh, so it's an interesting, you know, uh, kind of state of the art that we're entering as an industry right now where you're using both to try to be as safe as possible and, and as efficient as possible. Yeah, it, exactly. Uh, we we want to uh, get the point across that at Peloton, we're not trying to replace uh, a driver in the seat. This technology, like I said, it, it's, it's like a uh, cruise control on steroids. Um, we need the drivers there uh, to control the vehicle. Um, when uh, With Platoon Pro, you are only allowed to use it on certain segments of the open highway. Um, and it, this isn't something that you're going to see a driver or, or pairs of drivers doing as they're, they're cutting through town to make deliveries. This is only for the open highway. That's where you get the best um, fuel economy and uh, also uh, the ability to use the, the safety of the distance uh, within the gap for the connected braking. So it, we're not, we're not uh, trying to uh, replace any drivers. We want to help drivers uh, learn the, the new systems that are coming on these trucks. Um, you know, the, there's stuff on these trucks that uh, a lot of people aren't even using. I, you know. Um, adaptive cruise control may, may be something that is common on trucks now, but a lot of drivers don't use it. So, you know, um, this is a way that we, we are putting, uh, these systems together and then linking them so that, that we can, uh, maximize the fuel economy and the safety, uh, that the systems bring to the table. And, you know, Mike and Derek, you know, you guys both have a pretty unique, you know, interesting job. You know, there's a lot of truck driving jobs out there and, you know, every application, uh, you can imagine, but, uh, this is pretty unique being a, you know, a test driver for, you know, an emerging technology like this. So, um, I kind of want to get your background and how you, how you guys kind of found yourselves in, in this kind of, this very interesting role. Uh, and I'll start with you, Mike, you know, just tell us a, a little bit about yourself and your career in trucking and, 
you know, how you ended up working for Peloton and, and doing this. Right. Yeah. So um, I started my career in the military, um, served six years uh, in the Air Force, uh, got out of the Air Force, and I wanted to continue uh, the career that I had in the Air Force, which was photography. But at the time, it was changing over from film to digital. Um, and uh, for a lot of people might not remember back then, uh, digital cameras and, and the equipment, and everything, those cost thousands and thousands of dollars. So uh, <laughs> I quickly found a new career. Now it's in your phone. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Now everything's in your phone. Uh, but back then it was ridiculous. So I uh, quickly found an, uh, a new career, a career uh, that made some decent money. Um, got into trucking uh, two or three years after I got out of the military. Um, before I joined Peloton, I had uh, been in the industry about 15 years. Uh, and uh, had worked for a couple of the uh, largest uh, transport companies in the country, uh, and along the way uh, achieved the uh, million miler, uh, million mile safe driver status. Um, and uh, about two years ago, uh, moving cross country from the East Coast, uh, I found my way uh, to California, and, and um, Peloton was the first job I got, uh, and. It, it's just incredible to, to, I, I could, I didn't understand that you could have so much fun playing with trucks. Right. Um, <laughs> right. I would suggest that any driver out there that can find his way into a test driving position, do it because this is uh, the most fun I've ever had. Oh, that's a great story. And uh, congratulations on the, the 1 million mile mark. That's always a, a huge accomplishment. And uh, you know, it, it is cool to see, you know, the different directions the you know, this career field can, you know, can take you, right. you know, even when on the technology side. Right. And, uh, you know, Derek, I want to ask you the same thing, you know, how does your uh, career path uh, take you to Peloton? And, uh, you know, again, a very, you know, pretty unique job within the industry. Oh, definitely. Um, I've had my CDL since 2011. Uh, I've worked for various trucking companies um, within the industry, uh, both as a driver and a uh, operations manager. Uh, I came to work at Peloton as a professional test driver in 2018 because I was really interested in the technology. I really think that this new technology like platooning and new advanced driving systems um, and even automated following technology can help attract uh, newer, younger drivers you know, to this industry. And just like Mike said, th this is the most fun I've ever had. So it's great. Uh, great to hear that. And I, I think you're <laughs> on to something on, on you know, technology maybe opening up some eyes and, and maybe attracting some, some new folks, you know, new generation to the industry and, or at least maybe taking a look at it. I hope so. I hope that it attracts, uh, uh, new drivers to the industry because this is where the industry is going. Um, the, the days of, uh, having a truck with no real technology and it is, you know, it's over. You, you, you have to, I mean, you know, think about it. No one's pulling out an Atlas anymore, right? Everyone's got their GPS stuck up on the window. Um, why not use the adaptive cruise control? Why not use the, the link braking systems? Why not use, you know, level one, two, or, or uh, even level three uh, autonomy uh, to help further your career? I mean, the, the, the more that you learn about these systems, the further your career will, will go in trucking. You, you're going to need to learn how this stuff works and you're going to need to use it. Um, you know, fleets are going to be adapting it. So, you know, you, you should open up your arms and be ready for it and let it help you further your career in the industry. Yeah, it is really fascinating what's happening, all the technology that's come into the industry really over the last, say, decade or so. But 
uh, seems to be accelerating and, and there are a lot of possibilities. Did you know you can ask Alexa to open transport topics? In just one minute, you will hear the biggest trucking headlines of that day. Be prepared and start your morning off right with transport topics. Now, I do want to talk to you guys, uh, you know, kind of about where you see uh, platooning going. You know, right now, uh, the platooning pilot programs in North America that are happening today, uh, these are focused on two truck platoons. Uh, so basically it's a pair of trucks and, you know, there's also at least the thought, you know, there's been some, some testing and at least, uh, uh, you know, thought that maybe the technology would allow, uh, platoons of three or more trucks at some point in the future. Uh, I just want to talk to both of you and get your thoughts on that. You know, what opportunities and challenges do you see for, you know, potentially three or more trucks forming a road train, uh, through platooning? Right. You're right, Seth. Um, today, most platooning systems running on U.S. highways are two truck systems, including uh, Peloton's Platoon Pro. Um, there are a number of reasons for this. Uh, many states today don't even allow LCVs uh, because of safety and congestion concerns. Um, a combination of fleet market demand and state uh, regulation will uh, dictate whether the three truck platoons will become a reality. Um, but for now, uh, Peloton system is limited to two trucks, but it's it's not out of our out of the question for the future. And then you know, I think for the early adopters of platooning, you know, we're generally going to be looking at um, intra fleet platooning, where it's, it's two trucks from the same company that are platooning together. You know, of course, you know the same company. You know, they they know each other and they can you know plan uh, platooning in advance, but. You know, as it uh, expands, there's also potentially the opportunity for trucks from different companies to come together on the highways and platoon. Uh, how do you see that evolving in the years ahead, Mike? Uh, hopefully that's where it's going. Um, you know, as of right now, uh, the way that uh, we would see it going is that, uh, you know, we actually do hope that it, 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 it starts out as, uh, you know, within one fleet uh, or, or, you know, within the same fleet. But the, the perfect scenario would, would be that uh, any truck, any make that has, uh, you know, advanced safety systems could also put in a platoon pro system and uh, platoon with any other truck from any other fleet. And, and also uh, be able to maintain the savings and the safety uh, that the, the platoon pro system offers. Um, that, would, that would be the best way, I think, uh, to get the maximum... Uh, fuel savings from the actual system is for uh, interfleet uh, platooning. All right. Well, we'll have to see how that uh, develops. And one other piece of this I want to talk about, uh, you know, for now, the the driver of the follower truck is is still steering the, the vehicle and is still actively monitoring the road uh, in the driver's seat, always paying attention at all times. But uh, looking ahead, uh, Peloton is also looking at adding more automation in the future so that rear truck can autonomously follow the lead truck. And that lead truck, of course, would still be piloted by a driver. Uh, so I want to get your thoughts on you know, the potential for that level of technology where you have a, uh, a more highly automated follower truck in the platoon. Yes, yeah, so uh, you're correct. Um, Peloton announced last year that uh, we are actively uh, developing a new generation automated following technology. Definitely see great potential in this. Uh, the cool thing about it is that it still keeps a driver in the system uh, by allowing one driver to pilot a pair of trucks. Um, it also 
doubles the amount of freight that one driver can haul in a single trip. I believe that by leveraging this experience, Peloton's auto follow system can help bring automation to this industry faster than a you know single fully autonomous truck because those autonomous trucks need uh, advanced mapping systems and must be designed for certain challenging scenarios that a you know simply a lead truck platooning driver would be easily be able to navigate um overall i mean we've we've learned a lot commercializing and testing our platooning system uh so we're excited to apply this to our to this new potential system of automation we uh introduced a a system that is pretty much that so it's called uh, the auto follow system, which would be the the second uh, system that we would come up uh, that we would uh, uh, put to market after Platoon Pro. So with, with auto follow, it's almost exactly the same as Platoon Pro, except there is no driver in the back truck. The back truck has a, a larger following distance, but uh, it it can detect uh, other vehicles on the road from a further distance back from the, the front truck. The front truck is still guiding. The front truck is still uh, making sure that, that, that the back truck follows the same route as the front truck, but it's working uh, more independently than the, than the uh, Platoon Pro system would allow for the back truck to work. All right, and uh, before I let you go, I just want to get your opinion on the the potential for truck platooning in North America, you know, in the years and decades ahead. You know, just how much adoption of this technology do you think we'll see in the future? Oh, wow. Um, as a driver, I see great potential for platooning in the years ahead. Um, as many of the drivers that I've talked to uh, and trained with uh, who have seen the technology in action, they they, they pretty much agree with me. Uh, the, you know, the drivers that, that we've... Uh, done pilots with and and that we've trained on the track uh they are loving it so um you know they're looking forward to seeing a lot more of this stuff coming out um in fact in 2018 uh since 2018 i'm sorry we've actively worked with six customer fleets uh many in the transport topics uh top 100 uh we've run pilots uh with many of them at least six so um derek and uh my Colleagues and I uh, have hauled everything from beverages to home goods and baked goods over the uh, road. So um, using real customer routes, these pilots help customer fleets assess the possible fuel savings and weather platooning would easily fit into their logistics. And um, in the near future, very near future, we're participating in an ongoing long-term customer acceptance trial in Texas, which includes another of the uh, transport topics top uh, 10 customer fleets. And this actively includes uh, customer drivers that will actually, they'll, they'll take our system in their own trucks and, and run their routes for uh, a long period of time. So uh, platooning is coming soon. And we think that the connected uh, vehicle technology will lay the groundwork for that and uh, hopefully open up uh, the deployment of more fully uh, autonomous trucking uh, technology systems. And Derek, I also want to get your thoughts, you know, your opinion on, you know, the potential for, for truck platooning in the future. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think uh, it's the way to go. Who wouldn't want to, you know, save fuel and help the planet while, while, while being safe doing it? Well, this will certainly be fun to watch. Um, you know, this has been a, a great conversation. It's been fascinating to hear about your experiences out on the road with this technology. But 
I do think that's a good place to wrap it up. So I'd like to, to thank both of you for uh, being on the show. All right. Thanks for having us, Seth. All right. Thanks, Seth. Transport topics in one word, authoritative. Knowledge. Outstanding. Reliable. We ask Transport Topics readers to describe us in one word. Informative. Informative. Integrity. The Bible. Authoritative. The authority. Transportation information, that's two, but I, I, I gotta have it both. Physically large. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's two words. Visit influence.ttnews.com forward slash say hello to find out what they're talking about. Before we close, let's take a moment to revisit our original questions. How is truck platooning technology performing in real-world conditions? And what are test drivers seeing out on the road as they help pave the way for deployment? As we've heard from our guests, platooning trials have been underway on highways across the country for some time now. We already know that platooning can work from a technical perspective, so the next question is whether the business case will work for trucking companies. To realize the potential fuel savings from platooning, fleets will need to do more than simply adopt the technology. They'll also need to train their drivers and figure out how to make truck platoons fit into their operations. Cut-ins by passenger cars represent another challenge. While cut-ins do happen, they aren't all that common based on Peloton's experiences thus far. State laws and regulations are another issue, but a growing number of states have already cleared the way for the commercialization of driver-assistive truck platooning. Based on all these factors, it appears that platooning is nearly ready for a commercial rollout. Now we'll just have to wait and see which fleets decide to move forward and become early adopters of this technology. If you've enjoyed this episode of Road Signs, please let others know. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If my questions have sparked questions of your own, share them with me and the Road Signs team. You can email us at share at ttnews.com. We'll read them and respond daily. And of course, we'll be back in two weeks with a fresh episode of Road Signs. Until then, I'm Seth Clevenger. Thank you for listening. 